Welcome back to Ram Guy Radio, and it's time for game day with Hunter Muller, who is fresh off of a family breakfast. Welcome to the program. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dave. Well, uh, I'm sure what our listeners are dying to know, what did you have for breakfast? Uh, I ended up just uh, having this. Uh, we had the option of the family thing to have uh, basically a egg, sausage, ham, little uh, little sandwich. So I grabbed one of those, and it was pretty good. I say so myself, but oh, that's that's always good. Well, I guess we got to talk about the elephant in the room uh, in your little What's show. Your 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 this highly acclaimed Oscar-winning uh, Academy Award-nominated uh, show that you got uh, Facebook Live uh, yep. sports show about Southeast Iowa that you're on. Uh, your 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 co-host, uh, the beloved Andy Kretzinger. Uh, just absolutely loved by every round guy radio listener. Uh, I know, as they should. Wound up having some kind of seizure, convulting on the floor, uh, laying there grasping for his life, while you, Hunter Muller, sitting right next to him, just inches away, saved that show from from uh, being boring or anything. You stepped right up. You took over for Andy, you know, you, you left Andy to, you know, you left it up to God. Uh, God answered the, <laughs> answered the program. Uh, uh, certainly he was watching. So uh, yep. Andy, Andy was back and safe, but uh, can you give us an update on Andy's health there? Yeah. I mean, Andy was fine. He just got, he got dizzy. He got a, uh, he got some new glasses and he's thinking that the, prescri- the prescriptions, uh, a little off or something because he looked up into the lights and he said he looked back down and just felt i uh, got a little dizzy from that and so uh i can i can't confirm that andy is uh is is back will be uh you know back in action he is uh completely fine so uh unless there's things he's not telling me but uh he said he's okay so he'll be he'll be in mount pleasant tonight watching them take on the on burlington so well, the world would be a darker place without all those great pictures that he takes, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, let's get right into the game day stuff. Uh, what do you got here for game day? Yeah, well, you know, first off, I'll just say, obviously, um, another big week as the uh, as the season keeps going on. We got some teams that are kind of in some must-win uh, scenarios or at least, you know, it would help their cause with how uh, the other games um, are projected to play out, but... Uh, we'll we'll start with um, um, Washington heading down to heading down to Keokuk. Um and obviously for for the Demons here, it's been a it's been a tough uh, past couple weeks here. They've after two wins to start the season, they lost uh, four straight. hasn't been any, hasn't been an easy road. Obviously, they played uh, Clear Creek and Mana, uh, Fort Madison, and then they you know could have been either way against Grinnell. There ended up coming on the losing side of that one, and then uh, Solon last week. Uh, uh, came coming into this one off that loss to Solon, forty-four nothing. Um, they're heading down to face a, a tough uh, a Keokuk team that uh, um, you know has a has a pretty stout defense. Um, for for Keokuk, they're coming off two losses. Uh, both could have been wins for them. Um, uh, Sixteen to fifteen, you know, lost in overtime to Fairfield, and then twelve-six loss to Grinnell uh, last week. So um, this one's a big one uh, because. Right now, as the as the district sits, um, uh, let's see here. 
Um, Washington and Keokuk are both 0-2 in the conference, so uh, the winner of this one will uh, jump into uh, fourth in the in the district. And you know, it's Washington has left. Uh, what Washington has left is uh, uh, West Burlington and Fairfield. Um, so you know, if if Washington can pull out a win in this one, uh, you know, West Burlington's down right now with some injuries. So if they uh, if they can pull out that one, and then they got Fairfield. That's going to be a bit. That's going to be a big one, especially if uh, Fairfield uh, pulls out. You know, goes. And I know the the odds are against them, as people are saying against Solon, but anything can happen in that one. We'll get to that one. But uh, you know, this isn't a must win for Washington, but it would definitely help them uh, with their with the final two uh, two games in the district coming up. Well, Scott and Melvin and I got this as a straight up playoff game. You know. Yeah. Uh, Washington could easily run the table and 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 be looking pretty pretty good in the playoff district, couldn't they? Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like I mentioned, you know, they win this one, then they get. I believe I'm not sure who they have next. I think it might be Fairfield, but uh, anyway, it's gonna. You know, they they pull out a win here. Uh, you know, they, if they get over, uh, pull out a win on Fairfield, pull out a win on West Burlington, and then you know they'd be sitting at three and two and. You know, looking at the rest, you know, Grinnell, Solon, and Fairfield all two and uh, two and zero. So, uh, and Grinnell's taking on West Burlington. So, you know, Fairfield or Solon's going to be sitting at the top. Uh, if West Burlington can pull out a win in Grinnell, then the winner of the Fairfield Solon game will be uh, sitting at the, all alone at the top of the conference. So, um, you know how how these uh, how this uh, class three A district five game how do these games play out tonight? It's going to be you know pretty. Uh, um, we're basically going to see who's going to be uh, sitting at the top of the district tonight. You, uh, uh, what do you think about the parity there between you know the, that you know with, with the Keokuk and, and Fairfield are very very close. Uh, I think Washington, Fairfield, Washington, Keokuk, they're they're very close to each other, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, really, you know, any any given night, you know, out of those three teams, you know, one can pull out. Obviously, you've seen it between Fairfield and Keokuk going overtime. That could have been anybody's game. We haven't seen, you know, we're going to see Washington play Keokuk tonight, so we'll see how that turns out. But then also we've got, you know, we haven't seen Washington and Fairfield yet. And, you know, that's, I'm sure, this is going to be a play out to be a good one. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it all plays out. But um, it's sure to be a tight race down the end. Obviously, we got to wait and see if anybody can knock off Solon. But um, if we want to – if you want to talk about, you know, Fairfield, it's probably Fairfield's biggest test of the year so far, um, um, probably by far. But, uh, um, you know, if anybody can do it, it's those Trojans. Uh, they're coached well. They're, you know, I know they'll come prepared. They were talking, I was talking to a couple of the kids last week. They just said they got to have that the mindset that, you know, um, they're not going to back down and I just got to be ready for it. So uh, I think it's going to be a pretty good game tonight, but we'll see if uh, the Trojans can knock off uh, Solon in that one. Well, uh, Solon has lost a couple games this year. Uh, yep. One of them to Williamsburg, so I'm going to forgive him for that. Uh, yeah, then the other one was to uh, uh, Mount, Mount Vernon. Vernon. It's actually, actually an excellent team and, have, and kind of springboarded from there to having one of their best seasons in like 25 years. Yep. Uh, uh, but uh, 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 this is a big game, and we had the coach on. Uh, we, coach Wheaton was on. Yep. And uh, uh, there are some, I don't know, RPI numbers or, or strength numbers or something that are actually favoring Fairfield in this game. And our own Scotty Melvin has gone out on the, the limb and uh, put his gym's reputation on the line by uh, uh, 
predicting Fairfield beat Solon. What do you think about that? I mean, if any, if you know, if anybody can do it, it'd be Fairfield. Obviously, they've got um, they're starting to get the run game together. We mentioned that um, was kind of big, uh, a big part of their game after losing uh, Shasini. So, uh, um, Shakini and uh, no, it's all right. they're starting. Yeah, there's <laughs> gotta get it right. Try to at least. Well, we're we're saying it in enough ways that we ought to get it right one of these times. Right, but. You know, as I was saying, you know, they got getting that run game figured out. Uh, Tate Allen's been pretty good uh, with the uh, QB design runs out of the backfield. Uh, Miles McAtee's getting um, getting uh, comfortable back there. And then, you know, on the edge, they've got – they had two uh, big receivers step up last week. Um, they're quick out um, on the outside with Talon Bates out there and um, Boat Hoskins. And then, obviously, they got Max Wheaton um, um, in the tight end position, who's uh, one of the best in the area. So, and, you know, uh, the defense is going to be put to the test tonight uh, for sure. But, uh, you know, they've they've been, done well all season long. So uh, it's going to I think it's going to be a good game tonight. Um, we'll just see. We'll see what happens if uh, Fairfield pulls out. It's going to be uh, it'll be a huge win, a uh, huge, huge win for them. Yeah, it's that's another big game. But there's a lot of big games uh, in the area. Uh, what are some of the other games uh, your paper's covering that are pretty exciting this week? Yeah, we can we can jump into uh, uh, Mount Pleasant um, hosting Burlington for for uh, their homecoming. Uh, for, for Mount Pleasant, obviously, it's been a it hasn't been a season that they would have liked. Um, you know, they're zero and six. Uh, they're coming in off uh, two uh, blowout losses to Fort Madison and Iowa City, and Iowa City Liberty. But uh, you know, Burlington's or Fort Madison's been rolling all season long. Um, we know what Iowa City Liberty is. Um, you know, that was just a, another tough one there for them. Um, but it's their homecoming, uh, for Burlington. They're coming in four and two. Uh, they just beat Clinton. Uh, I believe it'd be what Clinton two weeks ago, or was that last week? I can't remember. I'm trying to, trying to pull it up here, but, um, they're coming off a loss, to, a loss or a win over Clinton 42, 30, but then they were, they were uh, toppled by, uh, North Scott, 46-7, and obviously in that class, uh, in that 4A district there, uh, class 4A, district 3, obviously Clinton's, uh, or North Scott's one of the favorites out of that one, then in Iowa City of Liberty. So, um, you know, I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be a good game. Uh, you know, emotions are high. Uh, you're coming down one to win on homecoming, and um, we'll see what Mount Pleasant can do with the Bloodhounds, obviously, or with the Greyhounds, uh, you know. Um yeah, just sure, sure enough to be a good game. We'll see what Mount Pleasant can, uh, can do in this one. Boy, Mount Pleasant has a tough schedule every week. They're playing – geez, I think they played uh, Liberty last week, didn't they? Yep. Yeah. So before that, they had Fort Madison. <laughs> well, tell me, uh, what, uh, are they still the – have a, the most completions of any team in the state, though, on the offense there? Uh, I believe – I believe not anymore after the last couple of weeks against those tough opponents. Um, I mean, I'll just, I'll read Jacob Rickman was the, was the one that was, uh, that held that, uh, spot. Let me, let me try to look it up here, but, uh, so far this season, he's got 1,180 yards, 10 touchdowns. Um, <clears throat> so he was doing really well. We placed, played a couple really tough defenses in Fort Madison. As you mentioned, I was city Liberty this last week. Uh, let's see completions. I'll look it up here. Where's it at? This Maybe. is riveting. Dun dun dun. 
<laughs> um, that's all I got for film music. Right, but I mean, you know, the, just just looking at this one, it's going to be another, you know, pretty tough matchup. But you know, uh, we'll see how much uh, Mount Pleasant's improved uh, this week. You know, playing those two uh, tough opponents has definitely got got to help them because they. You know, I like to say, you know, anytime you play somebody really tough like that, even though you're, you know, you're losing big, it's going to help you in the long run just because of the, the sheer, uh, um, I guess, uh, just just how good those teams are. Well, but, this, is, uh, uh, this Burlington is a juggernaut team, and they've got uh, Nolan Simpson available for this game. So, uh, I look for for another high scoring affair, don't you? Yeah, I would say so. And obviously, Mount Pleasant, uh, we, just, we talked about the struggles on the defensive end, so they're going to have to try to, um, if they can get, you know, some good, We, you know, we look, we look back at that Fort Madison game in that first half and they played really well. Um, they're going to have to, they're going to have to pull out a performance like that because, um, you know, as you mentioned, the Nolan Simpson and um, uh, uh, Burlington and uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough one to slow him down, but uh you know, if they can if they can pull out just enough on the defensive end, we know their offense is gonna is gonna come together. It has pretty much every um, you know every week, uh, despite the tough losses the past two weeks and the Iowa City Liberty game last week. But uh, um, it should be an all around all around good one with uh, the Panthers having their homecoming. It should um, you know I, I'm I'm sure they're looking forward uh, to playing tonight. Okay. Let's see here. Um, if you want to continue, this might be the uh, We'll we'll jump into the small schools here. This mm-hmm. might be the uh, most highly touted game of the uh, the game of the week, probably. Uh, Winfield Mount Union at uh, number three Waco. Well, I was not surprised you mentioned that. Yeah, I had to mention this one first. You know, this is uh, this is as big as they come. <laughs> I'd say this uh, is the Super Bowl of Northern Henry County. Yeah, sir. I mean, uh, but looking at this one. Well, you you can, want to look at this one? What's that? Okay, so you sorry. can throw the rankings out. You can throw the records out when these two teams meet. This is going to be a barn burner. That That's a round guy guarantee. What do you think? I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more with that one. Mm-hmm. And especially looking at the talent both uh, both teams have on each side of the ball, obviously, one for my union. Uh, I'm hearing they're healthy. Uh, so when you got Cam Buffington one side and, you know, um, Edwards and and all those guys over there, uh, you know, uh, Abram Edwards, Full Milks, all those guys. You know, it's going to be a, you know, it's going to be a good one. Obviously, they're facing a uh, well-oiled uh, machine in <laughs> in Waco, who has a ton of talent all over the field. Uh, but I'm looking forward to see the result of this one and how, uh, you know, see if Winfield can really put uh, Waco to the test, which which you know they really haven't been tested all season long yet. So. Yeah, they got they they got players on their bench that, that could start almost anywhere, you know. Yep. I mean, they're but he, you know, he he rotates them in like that, so they're always fresh. Uh, yep. That's probably where he has the advantage uh, uh, over uh, uh, Winfield, I suppose. Is Winfield's not as deep by any any stretch right. of the imagination, but still, what kind of a fun atmosphere is this going to be? Oh, it's going to be it's going to be phenomenal, and obviously, you know, looking at. You know, Winfield's going to have to find a way to stop that. Uh, basically, two things. They're going to have to, you know, stop Isaac Oswald, Simi, and Reichenbach on the offensive end, and obviously the receivers on the outside that they have, and Olaf Shevchenk, and, and all those guys. But then also they got to figure out a way to 
get through that get through that Waco defense and Drew Deers and uh uh, you know, all, all those guys on each side of the ball, you know, we'd be sitting here talking forever if I was, uh, if I had to mention everybody on, on Waco's side of the ball. But um, I think it's going to be a good game with just um, some great players on each side going at it. So, well, uh, uh, what what other games are, I mean, do you have anything else to say about that game other than just the, the massive awesomeness of it altogether? Well, I'll just, if we want to talk about that uh, eight man district, uh, uh, eight player uh, district six uh, play in general, we can look at Lone Tree at New London. Uh, so if, if you're Winfield Mount Union, you want New London to lose in this one because right now New London's sitting, sitting at uh, second in the district at four and one. Uh, obviously, Waco's five and oh. Uh, New London loses this one. They're four and two. Uh, Winfield right now is three and two. Uh, so. Winfield's take or New London's taking on Lone Tree. Uh, you know, New London's coming off. Uh, you know, they've been hot as late, obviously. Um, you know, looking back, they got that huge win over Iowa Valley last week. Um, they're coming in this one against a, a Lone Tree team that's improved a lot and seen seen some success this year. Obviously, New London's got a lot of talent. Uh, Lone Tree's coming off that loss to Waco. Uh, I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, New London wins this one. Uh, you know, they've kind of grasped grasped. Uh, full control of the second second spot in the district, but uh, um, a lone tree win here makes it a little easier for your your Winfield Mount Union Iowa Valley to crawl back in, especially if Winfield pull out a win against Waco. Uh, well, that'd be absolutely huge uh, for district play. I don't think Lone Tree is entirely out of the uh, playoff picture, are they? No, Winfield. So Winfield, Iowa Valley, and Lone Tree all three and two. So Winfield or Lone Tree, you know, Iowa Valley gets a win. Lone Tree gets a win. Uh, you know they're right up there in second. Uh, yeah, it would it would muddle it all ball. up, and uh, I think they got Iowa Valley left to play too. Yeah, I'm not sure who Iowa Valley plays this week. I don't know. So much going on, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, New London does look like the second strongest team. I, I'm thinking, at least uh, if you just go by the full season, uh, they, they 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 look really good, don't they? Yeah, I mean they've been you know, firing on all cylinders. Obviously the season didn't start out the way, you know, they like, you look back at those first couple games there and, you know, New London's one loss could only be, or, you know, New London could very well have one loss on the season. And, you know, that's the Waco, the only team they've really been blown out by. Um, obviously they played, I believe it was Clarksville and then Moravia to start the season. So, um, you know, it wasn't the start, but New London's playing pretty well as late. And they, if they, uh, you know, get a win over Lone Tree here. Um, they, I think they have HLV, which is HLV's uh, um, second to last in the uh, – Well, I can't, I, guess see, I, can't, I can't see uh, Winfield not picking up one of those at-large bids if they don't. Right, right. If they don't. They're just so strong, and uh, nobody wants to play them. Nobody – nobody. there ain't no team on earth that goes, oh, great, we get to play Cam Buffington and Abram Edwards tonight. Terrific. That's going to be right. so so wonderful. You <laughs> no know? one should be thinking that, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, because those guys will. Uh, I mean, those are big big time players, and they got a lot of big time players over there. So uh, this is going to be one exciting game, one way or another. But there's a lot on the line at that game. Uh, Waco pretty much lock up the conference with this win, won't they? Yeah, because I'm. Uh, I'd have to double check quick who they haven't played yet, but um, you know they they beat. Uh, they beat Iowa Valley, beat New London, beat Lone Tree, 
Um, I believe they probably, I think, I can't, I, I believe they might have like HLV left. Yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a, a, a consequential opponent. If well, it's, it's not, it's not someone that's in, you know, the, up in the, in the top, within the top three. Uh, you got it, you know. That's for sure. If, yeah. if you're uh, somewhere between the 10th best team and the 20th best team, you don't want to mess around with Waco, you know. No, I mean, I, They're I just way up that. there at the top. They're at some kind of level, aren't they? Yeah, I'm, it's going to be exciting to see what you know what come <laughs> you know how the Warriors who they draw in that uh, in the po- in the postseason. Uh, uh, you know, it's really going to see when they're going to when it's going to be a fun game to watch when Waco gets put to the test because it's going to it's literally it's gonna be like watching. Su- you know, if if you're just staying that conference, you know, I mean, every every week there's what what could easily be sub-state matchups, right? You know, between teams that good, but right. we probably better keep on moving. Oh yeah, yeah, we can. Uh, the I think you're gonna like this one. Uh, this next one here, uh, Central Decatur at Sigourney Kyoto heading to the Snake Pit. Um, you don't want to be a team this season going to the Snake Pit. That's for sure. We've seen we've seen that. But uh, big game here between these two uh, Class One A District District Six opponents, uh, Central Decatur, Sigourney Kyoto, both three and zero in the district. Winner of this one's gonna take the top spot in the district. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see if Central Decatur can be the one team to win in the Snake Pit this year. Except I believe was Mid Prairie's game uh, at Sarah Nikita early in the season. No, it was at Mid Prairie. Was it okay? They lost to well, Durant at home. What's that? They lost to Durant at home. Oh okay okay. But but, uh, but other than that, that's probably yeah. the only Nick in the last ten years on this. <laughs> right right. But uh, you know this one here uh, for for the Cobras huge matchup. Um, you know, both are four and two overall, three and zero in the district, as I mentioned. Um, you know, with with who Sydney Kyoto's got left, it's going to be uh, for 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 them a uh, big win here. Jumps us off the top of the district, and after the start they had, if you're Sydney Kyoto, you're you're thinking, well, you know, we got this. You know, and you know, with the mindset that they have over there, it doesn't surprise me. And you know, with the with the players they have, and the cold clear hands, and and uh, and uh, you know. Uh, Sawyer Stout running running the show under center and <clears throat> just all those guys in the run game. They have Isaac Brennan, Sawyer, Sawyer Stout, as I mentioned. Um, it doesn't surprise me that they're uh, they're sitting here climbing, uh, I guess, climbing to the top of the district and have a shot to take the number one spot here. You know, with with just a couple weeks left before postseason. So yeah, it's been it's just it's been an amazing uh, uh, run for them, but. Uh, um, <coughs> Well, what what other games are we talking about? Yeah, we've got a uh, Cardinal. Um, oh yeah, hey, I want to I want to say this is a playoff game, as far as uh, Scotty and I are concerned, because uh, winning this game puts you in the driver's seat, and uh, we do have this as the round guy game of the week, and uh, uh, this is not going to be an easy matchup by any means or stretch of the imagination for Sigourney Kyoto. Uh, I've I've been called by recruiters asking me about players on Central Decatur. Uh, they have a, a, a off, offensive lineman that a lot of colleges are interested in and a linebacker, I think, that uh, or, or someone they're projected that might be able to play for him at linebacker. So, uh, right. yeah, I think Central Decatur has a lot of talent, and I, I think they're on a roll this year. And uh, uh, I haven't seen nothing in their record that doesn't show me that they're, they're a good team and that they don't deserve to play in this game. And uh, uh, I think uh, the winner of this – you know, is going to be having some home field advantage in the playoffs, don't you? No, for sure. And, you know, talking about Central Decatur, 
Um, you know, they're kind of hard to, they're like one of the teams that's kind of harder to judge because they're, you know, way, um, kind of way farthest west there. Uh, and then down by the uh, Missouri border there. Um, but, you know, from what, from what I heard, you know, they're a pretty stout team. I mean, obviously they've taken care of their other district opponents and, you know, Pleasantville and Van Buren, uh, yeah. you know, Cardinal. Yeah, they handled uh, Van Buren pretty well. And, and, uh, uh, I, I give them a lot of points for that. What do you think? Well, no, Van Buren, you know, senior led, uh, they've been playing pretty well, but, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Central Decatur put it to them 48 nothing. So, um, you know, they're doing something over something. They're doing something right over there. Well, that's going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be definitely put to the test this week though. It's going to be a great game and I'll, I will have a, uh, that game on one of my screens the entire night. I'm certain. So, uh, what else you got? Yeah. Staying in this, uh, class one, a district six, um, staying in that, uh, district, uh, we've got Cardinal at Pella Christian, you know, obviously Cardinal, uh, and three in the, in the district going six overall, still searching for their first win. Uh, they've shown a lot of improvement. It's going to be a very tough one against, uh, uh, you know, a good Pella Christian squad that, you know, was previously ranked number one at one point here until that loss to Sigurd Um, you know, for the comments, the comments at this point, it's just about, uh, you know, going out strong, getting better every week. And, um, it's going to be a, a tough battle this week against, uh, against Pella, but, um, we'll see how, how much, uh, Cardinal has improved, uh, you know, I guess each week we've seen a big improvement, so we'll see see what they bring to the table in this one. Well, I agree with you. I, I watch Cardinal all the time. Uh, they seem always to be playing somewhere it's available on video, and uh, uh, they look better every week. You know, but it just yep. seems like every week they have to play a tougher and tougher and tougher team. And and this uh, fellow Christian team is an elite and a very big and a very strong team, and uh, uh, it's it's a it's a mountain of a of a, an opponent. No, it really is. You know, anybody that's been ranked number one, you know that they have, you know, some of the best talent. And, um, you know, we're gonna that's gonna be on display uh, to the comments. Uh, you know, after after home place there, so uh, it's gonna be like I mentioned, just a it's gonna be a hard fought uh, battle for Cardinal to pull out a win in this one. But um, for them, it's got to be about just just keeping. You know, keep on that upward trend, keep improving each week, uh, even if it is going to be a, a very tough matchup for him. But, uh, we'll, yeah, so we got uh, Pleasant, Pleasantville at Van Buren, staying in that same district here. Um, for Van Buren, uh, this is kind of a, uh, a must win. They win this one. Uh, they uh, will jump into fourth place. And they can earn a, an earn a playoff spot, but they got to knock off uh, Pleasantville. Um <laughs> Right now, Pleasantville's 0-2 in the in the district. Um, Van Buren's 1-2. You know, as, as it plays out right now, uh, if Pella Christian gets a win, they'll be 2-1. and one. Van Buren will be 2-2, uh, and two, and so it'll put those two at a tie there. Um, they're the only team that can, you know, them and Pella Christian are the only team that can get a, get to two wins in the conference this week, with obviously mentioned, you know, Sager Decatur and Central Decatur taking that top spot. But, uh, you know, this is pretty much... Van Buren needs needs to pull this one out to have a shot at that at that fourth spot um, because I believe next week. Let me see. Yeah, Van Buren's got Sigourney Kyoto. Uh, yeah. So yeah, um, this is the week to win if you're going to do it. Uh, well, let's talk a little yeah. bit about this game. Um, uh, I think the fact the game's in Pleasantville is uh, is 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 a is, is bad news for Van Buren, and uh, but. 
Scotty Melvin and I both think that they could pull this game out. Or are we? Well, obviously we're crazy, but uh, are we crazy uh, in this aspect of uh, things? I mean, I don't think so. Obviously, Van Buren we mentioned senior led. Uh, they've they brought a uh, you know they got a very good team that can definitely do some damage on both sides of the ball. So Jackson Manning uh, leading leading that quarterback for them, and you know we got Sam Worth running the ball and. The connection between Manning and Anthony Duncan's been fantastic all season long. Uh, um, so, you know, anything can really happen. You know, Van Buren's lost some games that they definitely could have won with, you know, that Davis County one early on. And, um, you know, I, I I feel like Van Buren's kind of one of those dangerous teams that you don't want to play because, you know, if they're on, they're on. And, um, you know, this this can definitely be one of those, one of those nights, and Van Buren could – <clears throat> definitely, definitely squeak into that, uh, into the postseason with a win over win here. And, you know, even looking at next week's here in Dakota, it's going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be a, t- a tough game for him playing the Cobras. But, uh, um, you know, looking at Van Buren, I feel like you don't want to sleep on them because they can definitely come out and, and pull a win out on you. Yeah. So, uh, well, I'm, I'm cheering for you. I'm pulling for you guys. Uh, hopefully we'll get it. But, uh, well, what else we got? Yeah, we're gonna jump into the uh, final final district here. We got Class A, District Five. Um, we've got uh, Columbus taking on North Cedar. Obviously, Columbus uh, Columbus yet to be uh, <laughs> yet to be stopped, <laughs> if if we could put it that way. Uh, in the district right now, uh, it's it's Columbus and Alburnett and everybody else besides Lisbon's three and two. Lisbon could get in there. Lisbon pulls out a win and. Uh, and you know that 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 uh, game next week with Columbus and Auburn, that's probably going to be <clears throat> that one's going to be the deciding deciding factor who's going to sit at the top spot. Um, you know, uh, for for North Cedar, uh, they're one and four, uh, one and five overall in the season. Uh, this should be another another big uh, <laughs> another big win for Columbus in this one against a down North Cedar squad. Um, it's it's going to be probably another big game for you know the likes of Caden Amagon, Tristan Miller. Those guys have been dominant uh, in every single game this season. Uh, so yeah, this you know good good very very high opportunity for Columbus to be five and zero uh, and seven and zero overall. Yeah, Especially yeah. heading into a very very highly uh, stouted matchup next week against Auburnett. Yeah, that's going to be where all eyes are going to be. Uh... Round Guy Radio is going to be there uh, for that game because it really just comes down to that game unless Wapolo can uh, nudge uh, uh, Albernet this week, which I I give him a little outside chance to do actually. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be tough for uh, for Wapolo over there against that that Albernet squad, but you know they uh, they pull out a win. Um, I mean. That's going to help the Columbus in the long run if you look at it that way, sitting to be at the top because you know then, say uh, you know Columbus you know doesn't get it done against Auburnette, they'd still be you know right up there. But uh, um, yeah, well, well actually, the tiebreaker would go to Auburnette if they won because they right. both have one loss. So I guess it doesn't right, even make right. any difference, does it? Nope. <laughs> But we got to get her. We got to get in there, and uh, oh, man, it's going to be exciting night. It's going to be yeah. so exciting. Uh, yeah, you're going to be at that one, are you? Well, I, uh, I'm not. I, I'm actually staying home. I'm doing this thing called the wrap up show, or or I guess I'm going to call it uh, tonight in high school football tonight. Uh, yeah. 
what I'm going to do is I'm just I, I, I'm talk to Nathan Piercy about the game you're at. I got uh, I'm going to try to talk to the Burlington uh, radio guys, and uh, I'm going to try to talk to the radio guys at Sigourney, and 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 Scotty Melvin's going to call me from Waco, and I got a guy from West Branch calling in, you know. And I'm just going to do little five minute hit hitters about previews about the game, and then put them all into one. But it's just better for me to stay home and and uh, uh, watch as many games as I can. Cause I've got four screens plus uh, two devices that I can put them on and uh, kind of keep up with what's going on. So I can kind of know a little more overall what's going on, but. Uh, uh, no, I like that idea. But uh, you're uh, you, you, you guys, there's so many guys going to games and uh, Andy's going to call me and uh, I'll see if uh, Ryan Timmerman will call me out there in Muscatine. So we'll get it, you know, get a, get a little, uh, capsule of, of what's going on tonight. Hopefully that'll be a new, uh, a nice new addition, but, uh, this game day thing, uh, a lot of people listen to that too. So I appreciate that Hunter. Um, you bring a pretty good audience with you. Well, thanks. I haven't, you know, I haven't this week. I haven't gotten into, into players this week cause I've been diving in or, you know, singling out players this week cause I've been diving in a little bit of the district standings, things like that. So well, uh, yeah. I apologize for anybody out there that, uh, wanted to hear about some of the, uh, some of the athletes I mentioned a couple of them um, each time, but um, yeah. <laughs> so where are we at? You, you got any more? Or? Yeah, we've got a we've got um, you know still now as I mentioned in the Class A uh, District Five, um, we've got Lisbon at Highland. Uh, you know we we talked about Highland losing losing a bunch of kids. You know we've seen them get better. They put some points on the board last week. I believe it was against Wapolo. Um, um, but. Uh, we've got another tough one for Highland and this one, obviously Lisbon has a great passing attack. Um, you know, for Lisbon, uh, if we want to look, look at them, well, we're talking about Highland first, just, you know, this is another kind of one of those games for them that just try to keep getting better. You know, it's kind of like Cardinal, just keep getting better each week. Um, you know, and, and looking ahead, you know, that's the one big positive, you know, for them after losing so much, uh, you just got to take it one week at a time, just try to improve in different areas, things like that. Uh, but if we want to talk about district play and with the, as I mentioned, with the Columbus and Auburn Nets up there, uh, <clears throat> you know, Lisbon here, if they get a win, uh, they're going to be four and two. Uh, they're, they're pretty much, I mean, right now, if Wapolo, uh, gets a win, uh, over Auburn Nett, right now, it gets a little more interesting because Wapolo's, uh, one and two right now, a win over Auburn Nett, make them two and two. Auburn Nett would be four and one. Lisbon pulls out a win here. Lisbon would be four and two. And Lisbon's right up there with competing with the one and two or for the two kind of three spot um, and even kind of in the one spot, unless, you know, Columbus wins and they pull away because with the club Columbus win and Auburn at loss, Columbus is all alone. Uh, but right now, as it sits right now, no one else has two wins. Uh, it goes, you know, Lisbon three and two, Auburn at four and oh, Columbus four and oh. Uh, the next, the next closest is Wapolo one and two, Pekin one and three and North Cedar one and four. So right now Lisbon's uh, solidified that three spot right, right now. But uh, if those top two teams, one of them gets a loss this week, uh, Lisbon's, uh, you know, right there within the uh, uh, one game of the one and two spot. Um, and they so, they, uh, they handled Pekin pretty mightily last last week. I, I think yeah. that was one of their best performances of the year. Dude. Yeah, you know, for Lisbon, uh, you know, basically teams, for, for them, it's been about, you know, what teams need to do about uh, against them, I guess, is kind of, you know, stop that passing attack. Obviously, Columbus was able to do that. Um, that, when that, that game that I was at, um, you know, they got a good quarterback, some good receivers on the outside. So, uh, you know, for Lisbon, it's kind of about, you know, trying to limit them, limiting them through the air. 
Uh, you know, the quarterbacks get on the ground as well, but uh, uh, if Island wants to get a win, they got to find a way on the defensive end to kind of slow that passing attack, uh, keep the, keep them kind of contained uh, to within, um, I guess, keep the passing attack contained while also not letting the quarterback get outside because he's a shifty kid. Yeah, he's definitely that. Well, uh, yeah. I know we got Pekin left to talk about. Yeah, Bell Plain uh, at Pekin. Uh, obviously, Bell Plain. Uh, I can't remember what district they're in, but uh, they're three and two in their district. Pekin obviously uh, is still is in that district. Uh, um, uh, is in that Class A District Five is what, you know what they're in the same one with uh, Lisbon, Auburn, at Columbus, all them. Um, they're two and four, one and four. Uh, you know, Pekin pulls out a win here. Uh, they're going to be in that four spot. You know, uh, granted, Wap, you know, waiting to see what happens between North Cedar and for Wapalo, um, because they all have one win as well. But you know, a win here for Pekin would put them in the, in that four spot. Uh, you know, they come into this one, they they got better each. They've been getting better each week. They pulled out some wins, Pekin has, but they've uh, you know they're coming off the three straight losses. But you know, they played <laughs> played some of the best in the district, and you know, Columbus, Lisbon, and and uh, all that. So uh, you know, it. it it may get a little easier, you know, this weekend against Bell Plain, but it's still going to be a tough one uh, so against uh, them over there. That's a home game for Pekin? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. I thought it was on the road. Uh, it, it, hold on here. It might be. Uh, ooh. I'm going off, our, going off our Because Pekin's good. Yeah, it, it is on the road. It is on the road. It is on the road. So that's a long road yeah. trip. But uh, yeah. uh, Bell Plain's not that good. Uh so I think they got a they got a uh, punch in Judy's chance there, but yeah, I wish it was at home because Pekin's played good at home. They they they're two and one at home, and uh, the one one game uh, uh, they lost at home, they played really good. So uh, we will uh, hope hope for the best for that. Uh, right. But uh, uh, you think there's some playoff implications? Pekin still has a shot at the playoffs if they can win this, huh? Yeah, they you know. It, it definitely helps them. They'd have, you know, they'd have to get a couple losses in their, a couple teams have to lose in their favor. And then uh, they'd have to at least pull out, you know, pull out a win. Um, you know, this is, this is a good shot for them uh, to pull out a win, but uh, we'll see what, we'll see if they can get her done uh, uh, tonight. So uh, what else? Is there any more? Yeah. Uh, so next up we've got, this is I believe the last one. Yes, it is. Um, for uh let's see here hold on how much pull up this district quick um this one's kind of got some some district in, in implications as well uh we've got mid prairie uh playing against centerville um looking at this district here obviously uh mid prairie comes off a very tough law uh, loss to uh regina um uh was it regina? regina yeah yeah um you know yeah yeah, <laughs> to Regina. But they're getting a Centerville squad. But you look at the district for this; uh, it's it's tightening up down here in, in the race for the Class Two A District Six. six uh, Williamsburg and Centerville uh, are both two and zero. Oh, Mid Prairie two and one. Uh, a win for Mid Prairie here uh, will put them in that uh in that uh second, second spot. When it granted, granted, if <laughs> I don't know who Williamsburg plays, but you know if Williamsburg goes down, which is you know I'm sure a lot of people aren't thinking. <laughs> But, you know, a win would keep them right up uh, at three wins, and really Mid-Prairie would be sitting at the at the second spot at three and one. Uh, you know, Williamsburg would be three and zero with a win, whoever they got. Um, so it's kind of a big game for Mid-Prairie. You know, a loss 
put Centerville and Williamsburg at one and two and Mid Prairie sitting at three, but this one Mid Prairie could take the second spot in the district. So big one for the Golden Hawks here. Yeah, I, I, I like the Golden Hawks in this game, although Centerville is really good. And they, yeah. they, they, they played uh, – uh, they won a lot of games. Uh, I think they they got a lot of shutouts on their defensive side of the ball. But uh, this mid-prairie team is probably going to be too much for them. They're just too big and physical, and their <coughs> defense is too strong, and, and their running game is, is so powerful. Uh, but, yeah, Braden Hartley over there with 867 yards, 11 touchdowns. Teams have struggled to slow him down. So, uh, you know, for, for Centerville, that's kind of the name of the game. Uh, name of the game, you guys slow – the rushing game down, but on the mid-prairie side, uh, Centerville's quarterback, Brody Tuttle, has 1,200 total yards of offense, thrown six touchdowns, ran for six more. So, you know, looking at those stat, uh, statistics, it's kind of like, you know, there's certain guys you want to try to slow down on each side while kind of containing everybody else. So, uh, you know, if both teams kind of look at it that way, you know, that might end up being the difference in the game. And, you know, if you look at mid-prairie, you kind of think of it like this, you know, uh, Mid-Prairie beat Sigourney Kyoto, and, you know, Centerville got crushed by Sigourney Kyoto. So, I guess if you kind of look at it that way, it could be a positive kind of mindset to, for Mid-Prairie to come in like that. But, you know, Mid-Prairie is a completely – or Sigourney Kyoto is a completely different team from when Mid-Prairie saw them uh, to well, start those uh, first two weeks there. Uh, I actually think that Sigourney Kyoto and Mid-Prairie are very similar teams. Yeah. Uh, they play Mounted very similar. That's why it was a, a three-point win for Mid-Prairie because it just was – those teams were so similar, uh, but I'm just saying they're going to be uh, doing to Centerville a very similar game plan, style, physicality, running the ball that yep. Sigourney did to him. That Sigourney was so effective against. Right, and you, you know, as you mentioned, it's like kind of that ground and pound kind of brand of football, which is I love a good ground and pound. I love guys that can, I love guys that hit the hole and like to, you know, like to collide. I Sigourney Kyoto. Sigourney Kyoto. I, I, people people in Kyoto don't always appreciate it when I say Sigourney and not Sigourney Kyoto. So uh, love you, Kyoto. And uh, I know you guys are, are uh, uh, got a great team and we're, 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 we're covering it. But uh, since we're, we're, we're through with those, could you take a few minutes uh, to highlight some uh, uh, statistics that maybe we didn't cover? I'm just talking about the big eye pop ones, but I've got, Something that I've got to bring up with you that Scotty Melvin has uh, been burning up Twitter about, and that is uh, the Des Moines Register, I believe it was, didn't list uh, Kate Amagon in the top 10 running backs in the state. And uh, do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, I think it'd kind of be hard not to. My only, I'm guessing their only take on it is either one, they haven't seen him, I guess they haven't seen him in action or they're looking at, you know, like the schedule, I guess. I don't know if they're trying to say that they haven't played, you know, I don't, I don't know if they're, I don't know how they base it on that. If they're talking about schedule, things like that, but um, it's kind of surprising with what he's done, even just, you know, against teams that might not have been as strong, but, you know, say Amagon rushes for 200 some month, uh, Auburnette, if he wasn't on the list, then it would, it'd kind of be a shock. So, yeah, he does that. I mean, right? He does that got, in half and sits the second half, you know. Well, yeah, he's got 1,203 yards and 18 touchdowns. So, I mean, he's yeah. got he's up there in the state with the top rushers um, statistically. So, mm. I mean, 
Well, uh, my message to you out there in Des Moines is uh, we'll keep Cam Amagon down here, and you guys don't need to know nothing about him, but uh, we'll, 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 we'll keep him We'll keep him right. in our corner of the state, and he'll be our little prize. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, you know, just looking at, you know, looking at this week as a whole, um, you know, like I mentioned, I, I kind of steered away this week from talking about specific players. Um, just talking more about district play and you know well, what kind you of implications have this other, week. Other uh, comments yeah. just about playoff uh, implications this week before we let you go. What's that? Do you have any comments about games with playoff implications this week? Well, just kind of what I you know what I talked about is you know we're kind of seeing teams that are either kind of in a position to where you know they're kind of safe. But um, a win would, you know, make the difference between a number one, two, or three spot. Um, and then there's some teams that are kind of, you know, on the on the ropes and need a or kind of in a must-win scenario. So, um, you know, to start the season, we're both, you know, we basically look at we're looking at teams who we think might be in the, in positions to make the playoffs or you know go far in the postseason. And now we're at the point in the season with you know a few weeks remaining and things like that that are, you know, re uh, really either need to need to pull out a win or teams that just, you know, are kind of in in a position to where they don't have to worry that much. But um, yeah. So, I mean, we're, there's kind of two different sides there to, to this, uh, to these final couple weeks here. Well, thank you for being with us. Is there anything we didn't talk about that you wanted to talk about? Uh, I don't think so. So you, you guys know it takes us almost an hour to go through all these games that his paper covers. And then you guys have to turn around and write a story on every single one of these games we talk about. Don't you? Yeah, it's a process, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would take, it would take uh, all day. Uh, well, put a plug in for this this uh, award Academy Award winning uh, show. And uh, 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 with the Jerry Springer-like uh, drama and uh, – uh, plus all this good sports information that you got out. When, when they, can they watch it and what where, where, where are they going to see it at? Yeah, so Andy and I, the two sports guys, do uh, the Washington Sports Talk on Wednesday or the uh, Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk on um, Wednesdays at, at 2 o'clock. Um, basically, Andy and I just, you know, cover all the sports in the area, uh, highlight, uh, you know, um, highlight the games, highlight results of football. Uh, we're going to do, you know, we're gradually going to do each season as we go. So, you know, right now it's football, uh, volleyball, cross country, uh, uh, all the sports in the fall season here. Uh, we basically, you know, cover all the games that happened over the past week. We look ahead of games that are going to happen. Yeah, Andy and I just sit down and have a good, a good old conversation. Uh, hopefully every week we will have one of us <laughs> getting dizzy and have to walk off, but uh, that's what <laughs> happened last week. Um, but you can find it, you know, you can watch it on Facebook um, at uh, Washington, uh, three different three different spots on, on Facebook, Washington Live, Mount Pleasant Live, or Fairfield Live, uh, whichever you prefer. Um, yeah, we're also on Spotify as well. Uh, if you don't want to watch it, you can listen to it and look it up under the same same things there. Uh, yeah, so uh, we enjoy doing it. We've been at it about seven, eight weeks now. So uh, if, you, if you're interested, you can you can tune in uh, either live or look it up on any of those sites I mentioned. So, yeah. Well, we've been talking uh, to Hunter Muller of the Southeast Iowa Union, whose papers uh, has just grown exponentially in the last few years to uh, 
You include how many how many counties are you covering there? Uh, well, we're we're in uh, you know, we're we're in the three three big towns around this area, pretty much Washington. Uh, Washington County, Jefferson Washington, County, Henry Jefferson, County. Jefferson, you know, Henry, but we're also mm -hmm. out up in uh, Sigourney, Sigourney and Kyoto. That's, that's Kyoto County? County. Yeah. So I'm not familiar with all the counties up there, but we're out out over there. We cover all out down there. We're down in, all the way down in Kiyosaka, which I believe is still in my Van Buren County. Yeah. Um, so it's just uh, Wapalo County a little bit too. So basically, the farthest we go is, uh, you know, looking at school wise, the farthest we go is um, pretty much Van Buren County. Uh, that's the farthest south, and then farthest north is uh, is probably uh, uh, Hillcrest Academy up there uh, north of Kelowna there, and you know, Mid Prairie or Kyoto is about probably about the farthest west, uh, and farthest east is probably. Uh, well, I guess it'd have to be either, you know, Winfield or Columbus. Yeah. But so uh, you, 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 your paper gets around and you and uh, uh, Andy are burning up your tires and uh, emptying your gas tank out every week to give us all the best coverage of all these uh, fantastic events that's going on. And uh, I salute you and the Southeast Iowa Union guy. And my, my, my listeners absolutely love you. So, Thanks for being right. with us. I appreciate that. You've been listening yeah, to Game Day with Hunter Moore. Thanks for having me.